Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm. Johnson Wealth and Income Management and Sound Income Strategies, LLC are not associated entities. Johnson Wealth and Income Management is a franchisee of the Retirement Income Store. The Retirement Income Store and Sound Income Strategies, LLC are associated entities. Welcome to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson, powered by the Retirement Income Store and brought to you by Johnson Wealth and Income Management. Are you living the life you want? Are you prepared for retirement as you believe you should be? What are your goals for retirement and how are you going to reach them? In the next 30 minutes of today's program, let's explore the principles necessary to live the capitalized life and the retirement of your dreams. Now, here's this week's Capitalized Life and Retirement program with your host, Matthew Johnson. And welcome to this episode of the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management. And I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in this morning. And I so thank you for all of the communication and the dialogue that you send me, the questions, the comments, even the jokes. It's just comical. You guys all have such a wonderful sense of humor. And some of you even have that real cynical sense of humor talking about, did you hear about the financial advisor that? So I just appreciate all of that dialogue. It's so fun to be able to spend my Saturday morning with you. And I'm so glad that you're here. And you know what? Today is another one of those special gifts that I get in having my partner advisor, Amanda Johnston. She has worked for me for years. She is a Series 65 licensed fiduciary, just like myself. And she has been after me to do a episode about single women in retirement. And I just thought, you know, it's time that we do this. We know that 2020 has been very challenging for so many of us. And especially when you're single, there's just a lot of challenges in life. And especially when it comes to a single financial household, it's difficult. It's scary. There's so many different things that we have to be thoughtful for. And so I wanted to give her this platform to really just kind of discuss in her own mind with you and with me some of the challenges and some of the blessings and the things that she has been able to help a multitude of women with as it pertains to their retirement. So with that, I want to remind everyone that this episode is powered by the Retirement Income Store, a wonderful resource for you, your In this process of transitioning from working to retirement, you want to do it right. You want to know what the proper set of tools to have in the toolbox are. And the Retirement Income Store is the place that can help you determine and find out what those tools are going to be. Amanda, welcome. Thank you for being on our Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. Thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure. So just as I kind of opened with, you know, single women... They have a unique set of challenges in front of them. And you can be single from a number of different standpoints, right? You could be single because you chose to be single. You can be single because you've lost a spouse. You can be single because you got divorced, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe you're single because, you know, the aliens took your spouse away. Who knows? You know, who knows, right? But Mm -hmm. being single, regardless of the circumstances, is a challenge. And so just kind of... Talk to me. Tell me what kind of challenges you see within that single woman's life that you think present real challenges for her as she's getting closer to retirement or maybe even 
in retirement today? Sure. So there is definitely a lot of challenges that arise for single women specifically, but I think that this is also very applicable for single men. And the reason for that is because if we think of the traditional household, instead of one social security check, you get two. Mm-hmm. Instead of one pension, maybe you have two, you know, and so it naturally doubles the income when you have another person there. And so when you are by yourself, typically you still have the same mortgage, you still have the same rent due, you still have the same bills as a couple, but you are only doing it on one income instead of two. And so I find that a lot of the single women who I work with to help kind of make that transition, like what you were talking about earlier It really comes down to having what you have work for you and making what you have saved really maximize the benefits of that because you have social security, you have potentially a pension, and it's only one. So you really have to work, I think, even that much harder in retirement to really be successful. I would agree. I would agree. And, you know, one of the things that I discuss every Saturday morning is not only looking at potential reward right? But also potential risk, right? There's any number of different occupations that a person can have today. And maybe they have 403Bs, maybe they have 401Ks. They've got some sort of a retirement program that they've been offered that maybe they've participated in. And all those things are very, very good. But Mm -hmm. one of the overriding themes that I share with people, and I know you do as well, is that those things are very growth-based. And so, As a result, you know, when we were using them in our 20s and our 30s, our 40s, and even into our 50s, those things have been so very helpful in being able to accumulate wealth, but in the same way that they are growing by risk and capital appreciation, that risk is getting more and more pronounced. Mm -hmm. And let me share from a mathematical standpoint, you know, if you had $50,000 and you lost 10% of it, well, you lost five grand, right? But now you've got, say, 400000 and you lose 10%. Now you've lost 40000 mm-hmm. right? That's a lot scarier. Absolutely. Same percentage of loss, but a lot larger of a loss. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's one of the things that I want you to talk about because, you know, it doesn't matter if you're single or if you're married. When you retire, the person with the most amount of income wins, right? That's the way that the rules work. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's so many singles that I run across, and maybe you run across this as well. They're single, but guess what? Just like you said, they have the same amount of bills. They've got rent due. They've got mortgage due. They've got a car payment due. Maybe they're dealing with student loans from their children. Mm -hmm. All those different things are still outstanding debts. And we know that when you enter into retirement, the more debt you have, the more income you have to have to service that debt. And so I really want you to speak to the potentiality of being able to use the tools like you said that you've actually got in maybe a more efficient manner to create, as I call it, pennies from heaven. Is there a way to do that? And I think we're going to be discussing that today. I'd like you to reach out to me at 866-290-3837. If you have questions, we will answer them. So take the first step, reach out at 866 866- Two nine zero three eight three seven. That's eight six six two nine zero three eight three seven. Now, what are some of the simple things that people need to be cognizant of when they're single 
and you mentioned a few like social security, pension, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. What do they need to do to start engaging themselves in those types of retirement investments or income producing type tools? Mm-hmm. What are some things that you could give these ladies in order to give them a bit of an edge, a bit of an advantage? Well, just like you said, you're single for really three main reasons, barring the aliens. The first is you're just single by choice. You just want to be alone. And I respect the heck out of that. There's no shame in that. Okay. So when we're looking at just someone who is single, I think getting in touch with your social security for your benefit based upon your work record is going to be really important. Also, if you work for say a medical type of career, say a nurse, or even if you were a teacher, more than likely you do have a pension that's available to you. Now, pensions are not as popular as they used to be, but there are still some companies who do offer them. So I would say that education is power. As you make this transition, knowing what you have to fall back on when the paycheck stops is going to be really important. Now, you have two other scenarios here. Let's say that we have a single woman because she has lost her spouse. And I think we talked about this in another program where I come across a lot of women who really don't know what they have, what they need to do for their finances or with their, say, IRA accounts or Roth IRA accounts because they've never been involved in the process. It was something that their husband just kind of took over and did for them and they were never really involved. And so now your learning curve becomes a straight up and down line trying to learn all these things while you're grieving. And so... Let's say it's even after the fact. Survivorship benefits are something that's really important to learn about and as a survivor of your spouse because Biden is coming out with a lot of new rules and regulations and hopefully it'll get passed, but that is going to help survivorship benefits. And also keeping in mind that in a survivorship situation, the benefit is replaced by the higher of the two people. That's a good point. It is. So if, you know, John maybe had $2,000 of Social Security and Jane had $1,000 of Social Security, when Jane loses John, now John's benefit, that $2,000 benefit is going to continue to flow to Jane. Exactly. And that's super important. Now, like you said, Biden's got a lot of things in the wind right now. He wants to be able to see that the survivorship benefit is increased. And that sounds good. You know, he's addressed the amount of benefit coming from Social Security, not necessarily addressing the solvency of Social Security. So that's going to be another challenge for him. But he wants to get that passed a little bit in order to be able to see that that survivor gets a little bit more. But let me twist this one on you. Let's just say that you are single because you were divorced. So in today's society, the highest percentage of divorce rate is taking place. They call it the graying divorce. And that's the individuals that are, you know, in their mid to late forties and maybe even in their fifties, right? And they're getting a divorce, maybe even later than that. And maybe this woman has been a homemaker, a stay at home mom. She doesn't have a work career. Mm -hmm. What can you tell her to start to investigate as it pertains to her social security? Yeah. So when it comes to divorced benefits, Social security, I would say, is definitely not a perfect system, but it does have a lot of good things for good reasons, okay? And the divorce benefits are one of those. And so this goes to help women who are no longer married and you are eligible for up to one half of your ex-spouse's benefit if you were married for 10 years. 
Okay, so I've got a scenario. So I was sharing this with another woman once. This goes back several years. And I suggested to her that the only thing that she really needed if she wanted to start claiming the divorce spousal benefit was she needed a copy of her marriage certificate and a copy of her divorce decree, right? And all of a sudden, all the blood just drained right out of her face. And I said, ma'am, is there something that's wrong? And she said, well, what if you don't have those things? What if you burned them? And I... And I started oh, to no. laugh and I said, well, <laughs> if you burned them, that's okay. You can still go to the courthouse. You can still get those documents. Yep. But I think that that's an important factor. Let me just ask one more question. Does the ex-husband in this case, does he get notified that she's drawing benefits? Yes or no? No, okay. absolutely not. So your identity is completely protected. You don't need to know any information about him, his social security number or anything like that. You just simply go in and... Uh, Social Security representative will help you find what benefits you're eligible for under this provision. Very, very good. So if you're thinking, you know, that really does make sense, or if you have questions about today's discussion, I'm going to encourage you to reach out to me. Call our office at 866-290-3837. My staff will put together some educational materials that I know will be of value to you, and we'll email them to you or we'll mail them if you prefer. If you have questions, we will do our best to answer them for you. Take the first step. Reach out at 866-290-3837. Again, that's 866-290-3837. So oftentimes, and I know that you just had this case, I've seen it often, where there has been a spouse that has died, and that spouse, maybe the woman doesn't have a pension, but the husband did. Mm. We're going to pick this up because you've got to be absolutely Lieutenant Columbo. You've got to search this, find it. You've got to do your research to be able to find out if you're eligible for pension benefits. Yep. So we're going to come back in just a few minutes, and we're going to talk about those pension benefits and why they're so important. You're locked on to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson, powered by the Retirement Income Store. Have you missed any of today's program? No problem. You can hear all of our shows online anytime, 24-7 at johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. It's a new year. 2020 is finally behind us. And with 2021 comes a new set of challenges. With continuing health care challenges, a new administration, and an economy that many fear is still very shaky. So what does this mean for you and your retirement planning? To keep you up to date and informed, we've put together a series of webinar events. Because your need for retirement income continues into 2021 and beyond. For the date and time of our next webinar event, call 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. And for more information, visit us online at johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. Welcome back to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson, powered by the Retirement Income Store. And welcome back to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management. And joining me today is the most famous woman I know, because I don't know many famous women, but I know this one. And this is my partner, advisor, Amanda Johnston. So happy to have you here today, Amanda. It's so good to have you. We're talking about single women in retirement, not just women in retirement, but single women. And we ended the last 
part of our program here dealing with the pension, right? Mm -hmm. And I had kind of thrown this at you. I said, I want you to talk about pennies from heaven. Well, as it pertains to pensions, you know, not every person has a pension. Pensions are not as popular as they used to be, like you said. But if there's even an inkling that you're going to have a pension benefit, what are some of the important things that they need to be cognizant of and thinking of? I think the first thing to discuss is when you are electing a pension, right? I mean, that's the first step in the process here Mm -hmm. because you have a lot of different options. And when you have someone who's electing benefits, you typically have some options there. You can elect something called survivorship benefits for your spouse if something were to happen to you, which, you know, you have a 100% survivorship. It'll produce a different payout. Some pay 75%, 50%, 25%. And then the worst of all is if something were to happen to you and then that pension goes away and your spouse does not receive any of that income. That is the worst. Okay. So let me play the devil's advocate for just a moment. So I think that you've stumbled across something that's really super important because the reason that you need to be cognizant of that survivorship benefit is let's say that as a single woman, you didn't have the pension, but the pension was maybe, say, from your husband before he passed away. And the election that he chose is going to be very, very important because Mm -hmm. maybe he was, you know, receiving $2,000 a month from that pension, but he picked a 50% survivorship rate. Now you as the widow will only receive $1,000, right? Not $2,000, but $1,000 because that's a 50% survivorship. And like you said, the worst is the life only option, which is where the husband passes and now all that pension income stops. Now, to play the devil's advocate, though, let me flip the coin just a little bit, because let's say you are the single woman. Let's say that you do have a pension, but you're single. Mm -hmm. Well, what that would mean to me is that you're not beholden to anyone. You don't have a spouse to have to take care of. So in that case, what you would want to do is the opposite. You would want to choose the life only because the life only is going to provide the largest amount of income for you per month. Absolutely. And that's going to be important, right? Because as a single person, you still experience cost of living increases. You know, gas is costing more groceries, health insurance, medication. All those things are very, very important. Sure. Okay. So we've talked about Social Security. We've talked about pensions. Is there any other resource that single women can start to use to create pennies from heaven? You know, if they've got debt, credit card debt, if they got a mortgage, we know that the more debt you carry into retirement, the more income you're going to need, the more income you have, the more taxes you're going to pay. It's like an evil hamster wheel, right? You just never seem to get off from the thing. So the goal is to try to get that debt paid down before retirement, right? So what can a woman do besides, you know, work more overtime to get more income in order to be able to pay those things off? Sure. Well, there is a provision that the IRS allows. When you turn the magical age of 59 and a half, you are able to roll over any retirement accounts that you may have. So that means your savings. And naturally, in say a 403B or 401k account, those are typically very aggressive growth-oriented type tools in the toolbox. And not saying that those are bad by any means, because there's absolutely a time and a place for those types of tools. But when you're in a position where you are nearing retirement and you're nearing the distribution phase of your life, making that shift into, you know, having your savings instead of fluctuate with the whims of Wall Street 
and putting you into a position where you essentially have to sell off principal in order to engineer income, you want to be into a, a position where the money that you have saved will naturally produce for you interest and dividends that actually you get paid and can spend on your bills. Okay, but doesn't everyone need growth? I mean, can I spend growth? I mean, my shares have gone up in value. So what's wrong with growth? Sure. Okay. So let's say, Matthew, that you own a home and that home is worth $50,000 and you're getting paid $5,000 in rent every year. Well, that's a pretty good rent, I'd say. That's like, okay. that's, that's 10%. So Absolutely. I'm pretty cool with that. Okay. For sure. Okay. So good investment, right? Yep. Let's say that the assessor drives by and he just loves your home and he values your home at now $60,000. Well, that's all the better, except I have to pay more property tax. But yeah, that's okay. true. All right. But okay. okay, so just for simplicity, your investment that is earning you income has now grown from fifty to sixty thousand dollars, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Go spend that extra ten thousand. But I can't. Why not? It's growth. Well, right. Okay. Well, the only way that I could sell it is if I sold the home. Yes. Exactly. So now you are no longer the owner of that income producing asset, but you technically have growth in your pocket. But did you really move or progress towards your goals there? Because now you sold off your principal. I see. So what you're explaining is really reverse dollar cost averaging. So if I have a 401k, the 401k has mutual funds, the mutual funds have shares and they're worth X. And they go up in value. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't help me. I haven't really made that money until I've sold those shares. Exactly. That's why they call it a realized gain because I sold it. And then Matthew, I have another scenario for you. Let's say that same home, $50,000 earning you $5,000 in income. Let's say the assessor drives by and he really hates your house. And now your $50,000 home is now worth 40000 What then? Well, I guess I just don't sell it. Exactly. That G is now turned into an L. What if you have to sell it because you have to pay a bill? Well, then I'm going to be selling and realizing a loss now. So this is the reason why we teach our clients that if they have to sell shares to get income, that's really reverse engineering the income. That's why you called it engineering the income, I I, I think. Okay. Very, very good. Got it. So if some part of today's discussion really resonated with you, and you have questions about today's discussion, you have questions that you want to have answered with regards to something that we discussed, I'm going to encourage you, do the right thing and reach out to me at 866-290-3837. If you have questions, I will do my very best to spend a few moments to answer those questions for you. So take the first step, reach out to us at 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. So we've talked about social security. We've talked about pensions, right? We've talked about how can you really capitalize on what you've saved for retirement? And that's really what you brought up the in-service rollover for. Mm -hmm. So I have one quick question before I move on to the next topic. And that is this. So let's say that I'm still working though. Let's say that I'm 62. I don't have any plans to retire until I'm 65. Let's say when I can get on Medicare and you're talking about this in-service rollover, I don't want to quit saving for retirement. I need to still be able to save. 
So if I get rid of my 401k because I'm doing an in-service rollover, I mean, isn't that counterproductive? Oh, absolutely not. So that is just it. The in-service rollover means that you are still in service, which means you're still employed. You're still taking contributions from your paycheck, putting them into your 401k account. So it doesn't close your account. It doesn't stop you from the ability of saving or and taking advantage of maybe an employer match. It doesn't prevent any of that. All you're simply doing is taking what you have saved and accumulated so far, taking those winnings off of the table and really refocusing them into something that is more suitable for your life right now in preparation for retirement, whether it's going to be in six months or it's going to be in seven years. It's still really a smart shift to make. Got it. Got it. So, you know, today, another concern that I see has to deal with single women and they're thinking about down the road. You know, women tend to think further down the road than men do. At least that's been my personal observation. And, you know, women are thinking about, well, gosh, who's going to take care of me? Right. Mm -hmm. Because they don't have a spouse. And so talk a little bit about that. What can women start to prepare for today that will be able to see to it that they're well taken care of because, you know, women live longer than men, right? Mm -hmm. So they may live, you know, 10, 15 more years, right? So what can they do to protect themselves from things like, say, long-term care and that sort of thing? Absolutely. So this is a huge concern for a lot of women, especially single women, I would say, because especially if you're a single woman who has children, you still want to take care of them. You still have this need to want to leave a legacy for them to help take care of your kids and or grandkids and on down the line. And so I find that a lot of women really take advantage and look at life insurance options to help protect their legacy for further generations beyond. But also, you know, a lot of women do not want to become a burden to their children, especially single women. I think that there's a little bit of a streak of independence that kind of grows within single women. And it's wonderful to see. And, you know, they don't want to be a burden to anyone or to have someone have to take care of them, especially those that they love. And so something to consider would be maybe a long-term care policy. And I know that there's a lot of really great long-term care options out there, but There might be also some options that morph both of those together. They call it a hybrid policy. So it provides you some long-term care or accelerated benefits while you're alive if you need it. But let's say you didn't, it still provides you a legacy for your family to help take care of them, their educations, whatever they may need in the future when you are not here. So it's kind of a blending of both. It's life insurance if I die and it's long-term care if I live. Exactly. So, and here's something that I think really is unique about that. You know, one of the biggest challenges that I see is people saying, well, I don't want to buy a long-term care policy because what if I don't ever use it, right? What if I just die of a heart attack and look at all those premiums I've paid? So what the industry is really answering is it's answering both. If you needed long-term care, it's going to be able to pay for the long-term care. And then if you pass away and there's a balance left, it's going to pay tax-free death benefit. I think that that's wonderful. Now, I want to go back to the pension for just one minute. I want to share something that I think is so important. And I actually got taught this lesson by a client of mine. This guy was very astute. He had worked for the power company, a utility company. And he came in and he sat down. He had this large pension And he said, Matthew, I'm not going to sell my soul to the devil for 2%. And I had no idea what he was meaning. 
And the long story was this, that that pension represented to him an income stream if he took it. But if he died, he knew that only his wife would maybe get a part of it and his children would see none of it because it's never passed on. Mm -hmm. And he had a lump sum provision. And the lump sum provision allowed him to roll his pension at retirement into an IRA, just like you said. And now what he was able to do, because it was in the IRA, he was able to know for a fact that if he died, 100% of that went to his wife. If he and his wife died, he knew 100% of it went to his kids. Yep, very valuable. If he invested it properly for income, like you mentioned, he was going to be able to get an income stream through interest and dividends. And here was the big part that meant everything to him. If he needed to dip into the principal, he could do so. And you see with the pension, once you turn on a pension, that's it. If you get, you know, 500 a month, 2,500 a month, it doesn't matter. That's all you're going to get. So this gave him the pennies from heaven that he was able to create more income outside of Social Security Mm -hmm. in order to pay down his debts before he retired. And ladies and gentlemen, that's a wrap. And I encourage all of you as listeners, if you have questions, please go to our website, www.johnson, J-O-H-N-S-O-N, W-I-M stands for Wealth Income Management.com and post your question to us. Reach out to us. Let us know what kind of topics you'd like to hear us discuss on each episode every Saturday morning. I want to say thank you so much for being with us today. I hope you enjoyed my connection with Amanda, wonderful human being, great soul. And I just want to encourage you to remember, it's up to you to make today a great day. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Matthew Johnson. That's all the time we have for today. To schedule 15 minutes with Matthew off the air, call 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. And for more information, visit us online at johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. We will be back again next week at this same time for another Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson.